Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about self-care, and I have an amazing guest who's going to talk about it with us. I think this is a topic we really need to be talking about right now. I've heard from a lot of you that it is just feeling like so much, like right now it's feeling like so much, and really you wish there was an easier way. And our guest today breaks it down breaks down how we can start to feel better and better and better in such simple and doable steps that I cannot wait for you to hear her. Now, I have another little secret. I actually have been missing sharing interviews with you. And it's not that I've been missing doing interviews because I have been very busy doing interviews for The Art of 90 Days. If you don't have your ticket, please go grab it, plansimple.com slash 90 days. This is an amazing opportunity to really uplevel your life right now by thinking about how what you can do in the next 90 days, how you can uplevel your life. And you're really gonna get some exact tools, exact steps, exact strategies in the areas where I see the most asks from you all, um, from relationships to food, to parenting, to decluttering, to stress, to a whole day on entrepreneurship and all these different ways that one could grow their business. It really is going to be amazing. And we divided it into three days so that it was a little less overwhelming And so that we could really dive into one topic at a time. So the first day is all about getting healthy. That is coming up on Friday, May 15th. The second day is all about lifestyle and really feeling amazing as a person in your home. And that is going to be about money and relationships and parenting and feng shui and decluttering and all the things, manifesting, all the things that we really need to focus on. Um, in our homes or in our lifestyle. And then the third day is specifically for entrepreneurs. So for the first two days, you do not need to be an entrepreneur. And the third day is really how to up-level yourself as an entrepreneur, which you may not consider yourself now, but this might be something you check out, especially if this current situation has really got you thinking about money and your job and your purpose. We're going to be talking about a lot of things that if you are intrigued by the idea of how you could really make some income for yourself, really figure out who you are and why you're here and what your contribution is to the world, all of those things will be talked about. So this, there's going to be a lot for the seasoned entrepreneur on that third day, which is the 29th of May, but there's also going to be a lot for somebody who is using right now or who wants to use right now to change the way that money is coming into their house. So that is why there's three days. There's also three days spread out to make it a little bit easier for you right now. If you don't have the full three days, 
please don't use that as an obstacle. I have a lot of ideas for how you can get what you need out of each day, how you can come in and listen to a talk or two or three and really leave with what you need in order to thrive yourself. I don't want that to be an obstacle. I don't want the idea that you don't think you have a day to be an obstacle. And who knows, maybe we'll keep one day going for an extra day. So you have a little bit more time and there is definitely an upgrade opportunity for a very reasonable price where you can get all of the talks available on demand plus some amazing bonuses. So please, please, please go check out the art of 90 days. And you do that at plansimple.com slash 90 days. All right. Now back to today and why we're having this episode. So I've heard from a lot of you. I've heard from a lot of you that you're so excited about this event. You so want to show up and you're not sure how because the current circumstances are extraordinary. And all of a sudden you're homeschooling kids and you have extra stress and you need to do your work and the house is a mess and food is overwhelming and there is just negative. You're feeling like there's negative 15 minutes in a day. And I hear you. And This is like exactly why I didn't postpone this event. I actually planned this event way before we were home, but I didn't postpone it because I think it is so timely. Almost all the, well, really all the talks actually are things that we could implement and we have a special opportunity to implement right now. All these things are ways that will make time feel easier, either because the experts have given us shortcuts that we haven't seen before, or we didn't know to do before, or just because we're actually paying attention to what matters most to us. And very often I find that overwhelm is created when our attention is very external based and we're letting the world dictate how we feel and what we do. So everything about this day is built to making you be able to take your time back. So I highly recommend signing up, even if the fact that it was three days initially got you a little scared. All right. That is my pitch, my plea, my excitement about you getting this content, you getting this material. And do me a favor. If you know any other moms who are balancing all these things, who are trying to get healthier, who have all these different aspects of home and life that are feeling a little bit out of whack right now, and you know they could use some encouraging words, or any of your entrepreneurial friends who you know could use some help right now in pivoting their businesses, this is what why I created this. So please share it with them. I would love help spreading the word. Okay. So what I've done for today is I started off by telling you that I've been missing sharing interviews. I haven't necessarily been missing doing interviews because I've had such the pleasure of talking with the amazing, I think we have 26 people who are going to be speaking at the Art of 90 Days. Plus, I got to speak with all these wellness practitioners who are going to be leading us in meditations and workouts and movement exercises. And it it was such a pleasure to connect with all these people. So I feel like I've been connecting, but you haven't been able to see all those yet. So what I thought I'd do today is I'm actually going to leak one of our talks. I'm going to leak the talk that if I were to have if i was to give you the your ideal experience on friday this is the talk that we start with this is the talk that really sets the stage for 
why we keep listening and how we really need to be honoring our own self and what we need right now and how possibly not doing that is more causing the overwhelm than any lack of time that we might perceive we're having. And so I'm leaking this talk. There's still more you can get from this talk when you sign up. So you'll, you might hear us reference workbooks and cliff notes, and all these other things that you need to be part of the event to get. Plus, you got to come see Kelly's smile because she's amazing. And she also references a practice, a guided practice that she leads her clients in. And she's actually going to be leading that during this event, which is a great tool to have and one that we're going to give you so that you can have it on your iPhone or wherever, whatever you listen to things on. And you could listen to it at any point that you're really feeling like you're disconnected and overwhelmed. So with no further ado, let's hear what the amazing Kelly Grimes has to say. Hello, Kelly Grimes. I'm so excited to be sitting at my kitchen table with you right now. It is beautiful to see you, Mia, and wonderful to be with you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So today we are going to talk about, I'm calling it self-care, but actually as we were talking before this, you called it self-nurturing, which I'm kind of liking that word a little bit better than my word, which was self-care. But this idea that we really need to take care of ourselves as women, maybe at a level that we're not as comfortable as we maybe should be, <laughs> um, and really what that means and what's on the other side of it. So let's talk, let's dive in first to a little bit about, let's just talk about what self-care is, because I feel like it's such a buzzword these days that I just, some people might be imagining that this means they're going and getting manicures and pedicures all the time. And I want to sort of debunk that a little bit before we talk about what really is on the other side of when you do a lot of self-care, what might be on the other side of that for the listeners? Well, I love that you framed it that way because that's actually why I use the word self-nurturing. So I look at self-nurturing as more expansive than self-care. It's not just the activities, but it's how we do them. So it's what's behind that is um, this deep connection to ourselves. So I define self-nurturing as the act of caring for ourselves by deeply nourishing, cherishing, and encouraging our own growth and potential. So you can see how expansive that is. And the idea is that the most important relationship we will ever have is the one we have with ourselves. But like many women, we attend to everyone else's needs and everyone else's, um, we take into account everyone else's feelings and what's happening with them. And we don't often prioritize our own. And so it's, it's imbalanced and we end up, you know, becoming overwhelmed and exhausted and not filled up in a way that we're really, um, able to give from, I don't know, the, the most enriched part of ourselves. Um, you know, we have this beautiful, model of the self-sacrificing mom as like the best mom out there. And um, in truth, that mom and no fault of her own usually is pretty exhausted and overwhelmed and maybe impatient and maybe not able to totally attend to um, people's needs because she's just burned out. And so I have a vision of women really embracing themselves on um, a journey of self-discovery on a journey of creativity, on a journey of 
um, knowing themselves in a really deep and powerful way so that that is the attention and intention that they bring to all of their relationships. Um, so when you ask what's on the other side of this, what's on the other side is more peace, more joy, more meaning, and a deeper connection and feeling of belonging in our relationships. So instead of just us being the one that gives, we have a beautiful opportunity to, to have a giving and receiving um, that happens in our lives that is fulfilling and um, energy producing and just feels better. Like I, I know for myself, the more filled up I am, the more compassionate I am, the kinder I am, the more patient I am, um, and the more creative, right? I, I can look at a situation and really identify what are different approaches um, versus feeling burned out and only being able to see one solution, right? And getting frustrated in that. Um, so right. I, I think if people use the term self-care, it's totally fine if, that's, if that really fits. I just see it more as more inclusive, right? So being, even being compassionate to myself, I'm giving myself permission all of those things are nurturing um, as I nurture this relationship with myself um, and then I believe I'm better able to nurture relationships in my life. I love that. And it's interesting because so you're happening this, everyone's listening to this toward the beginning of all the talks that we're going to be able to listen to. And one of the things that I find so interesting about this idea of self-care, self-nurturing is that the same things, because we're going to be talking about how we could really pay attention to this for, you know, a 90 day season. And yeah. one of the things I find with self care is that even if our to do list stayed the same, like all the other things, when we start to take care of our ourselves, the things that are on it aren't just aren't as overwhelming because we're coming from like a way more full self, right? So like that thing of like, bake cookies for the school bake sale, which might have like spiraled us into this whole thing of just <laughs> exhaustion at one day could be this thing that we're most excited about on a day where we've really taken care of ourselves. Yeah, I totally agree. That's why I think that there's an intention and an attention um, to how we do things that makes it either nurturing or feel more like a to-do. Like I actually think that um, if we have self-nurturing woven into our day, and, and I love this 90-day period um, as an opportunity to start that and really integrate these um, beautiful self-nurturing practices in our days, then it doesn't feel like a to-do. So it's not that kind of energy to it. Um, it's more like, oh, this is how I show up for myself so that I can um, make choices in my life. So if, if I made a choice that I'm going to bake cookies, like it's going to be a joyful, exciting opportunity versus this sense of obligation. Like the more exhausted I am, the more those things feel weighty and like obligations, the more filled up I am, the more they seem like beautiful ways for me to spread kindness and love in the world. I love that. That's really important, I think. So that's awesome. Okay. So let's dive into what a goal might look like in 90 days, because I feel like this is, it's kind of interesting because I feel like self-care is definitely the thing that can not happen in our days as we're taking care of all the things, right? It's like the most likely thing we're to let ourselves off the hook for. Um, and it, it's measurable in the sense that when we start to feel more joy, when we start to be able to show up more fully, I think um, we can tell that. 
but at the beginning when we're going into a 90 day season, what do you think is a smart way to look at this? Like that, how, how am I going to make this a goal? Well, I, I love what you said um, about understanding after we see the benefits of it. And the one thing I love about self-nurturing is the more that I nurture myself, the more I value myself and, and prioritize myself. And the more I do that, then the more I prioritize nurturing myself. And it's a beautiful self-fulfilling cycle. So jumping in and having something be attainable at the beginning is really important, right? I don't want to have a big long list and then give myself more reasons to feel like I'm not enough, like I didn't do it well enough, right? Uh, so choosing something um, and I always invite people, choose something that's like a 10 out of 10, that thing that really fills you up. Maybe it's that you have 10 minutes to take a walk outside in nature. I oftentimes hear from people that that feels deeply nurturing. That may, might be their time that they connect with gratitude in their lives. So they connect with, you know, the beauty of nature around them that really fills them up or simply connects with their body. Um, and so being in nature, you might say, I'm going to take a 10 minute walk in nature three times a week, right? Um, using that kind of smart goal, um, understanding that you really specify what you're gonna do and then say how many times you're gonna do it. Um, well, I would encourage always bringing in a sense of compassion and flexibility. So I wanna have it defined enough that I can meet that goal. Um, and I also um, wanna have it be something that uh, really nourishes me. So it could be a walk in nature. It could be meditating. Meditation is so powerful. And oftentimes we think that meditation is something that has to, you know, oh, I can only do that if I do it for 30 minutes. You know, we found that, you know, doing it five, 10 minutes can make a difference. Pausing and simply breathing in and out 10 times can change your neural pathways and, and create a sense of peace and calm within. Um, so it could be doing a guided meditation for five minutes once a day if that felt like something that really would ground a person. Um, it could be being intentional about drinking more water. And, and again, in this way, like I am really being loving and kind to myself by doing this. That's the nurturing part of it. And that's the part. It, so it could be doing one thing a day that brings in that nurturing intention. Um, and they could be different things each day. You could have a list of five things and choose one thing each day and put it in your calendar. I totally believe in um, uh, prioritizing, like what we put in our calendars demonstrates what we value. So if I'm gonna value myself doing this, I personally get up early because I wanna be sure that the day does not pass me by before I've gotten to do a lot of things that I find really nurturing. So I meditate in the morning because that makes most sense for me, but other people it might be doing a gratitude practice before they go to bed. You know, one thing that I think would be so powerful for all of us to do is to add in acknowledging ourselves. You could do, I'm going to acknowledge myself, you know, one thing a day before I go to bed that I feel good about that I've done. And that could be deeply nurturing. I love so, that. Um, yeah, and so many you, ideas. So do you feel like it's safe to say that we could, like, at the beginning of 90 days, maybe we could have a goal to... I, um, you know, by the end of 90 days, we have a nurturing morning routine, or we have a nurturing evening routine, or we have an hour a day that we're spending on ourselves. Like, so there's some sort of measurement that we're building up to, but then we're definitely starting small. So like in the first, you know, 
few weeks, we're really focused on that 10 minutes. And then maybe, you know, that will be the momentum we need to build it a little longer and a little longer. Does that sound? I love that. And I love that also because um, it allows us to feel confident that we can do it before we expect a huge amount from ourselves. I I find that um, our expectations of ourselves usually are part of what gets us stuck. Um, I've heard from so many people, you know, they'll get a half an hour someplace and they'll spend the first 20 minutes trying to figure out what they're going to do. And then they figure, I haven't done anything, so I'm not even going to. What's the worth of doing something for 10 minutes? All right. I hope you loved those words. I hope that makes you just really feel like right now you are worth the attention. You are worth nurturing. And maybe, just maybe, the art of 90 days and really getting all that Kelly has to offer on Friday and then seven other speakers who build on what Kelly has to say that you might want that for yourself. And I totally understand the idea that a whole day especially right before you're finding out about it, might feel like a lot. But don't worry because we're giving you lots of pathways. We're giving you lots of options for how you can take in this content. And if you want to do Kelly's arriving technique, she's doing that live on Friday. So after every talk on the podcast, I always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action. And I don't want this episode to be any different. The funny thing is, is at the end of every talk at the Art of 90 Days, I also give three possible doable changes. So I wanted to change it up so that these ones are a little bit different than the ones that will be on the live day. So here are three from Kelly's episode. Number one, schedule time for nurturing even if it's only a few minutes a day, right? How easy is that? A few minutes. We all have a few minutes. And Kelly taught us a number of things which could even take seconds. So just schedule that time. Number two, create a list of things that you do to nurture yourself. You could do this right now. You could do this right after you finish this podcast or get back sitting down if you're out on a walk. Because the thing is, is that when we are needing nurturing, we can't always remember, right? It's harder to remember what we need when we need it. So if we have this list and we train ourselves to just look at it, then it's so much easier. And really, we want nurturing ourselves to be a really easy thing in our lives. Number three, schedule three check-ins with yourself each day. And when you do this, ask yourself, how do I feel? What do I need right now? Okay, these are three powerful, doable changes that you have at your fingertips right now that might help shift how you're feeling despite what's going on around you. All right. So if you liked this, if you want the rest of what Kelly has to offer and come see what the rest of our amazing guests have to offer, please join us for the Art of 90 Days. You can go to plansimple.com slash 90 days. And don't worry if you don't have the whole day, just come sign up and we've got lots of pathways 
for you to navigate this material so that you can start creating your best life. You can start claiming your time and taking back the time that you think you don't have anymore. That is the purpose of this day. And that is what I wish for you. And I will see you next week on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.